How's it going, everyone? This is Jason Navarro. You're listening to Tongues Out Podcast. And let's just jump right into today's subject. And actually, before we go into um, like day two of like getting the COVID vaccine and everything of that nature, I forgot in yesterday's excitement of actually getting the vaccine and talking about it, I forgot to let you guys know uh, what my thoughts were on the Snyder Cut, the Justice League movie that came out on HBO Max. Um, I gave you like my first hour, what I thought of it. And the final review I would say is, I mean, the, it's, it's a hard one. The first three hours are good. Could it be better? Of course. But I, I like the, I like the approach with the villain, the backstory for Cyborg and The Flash. Um, I th- I thought the fight scenes were a little bit more engaging. And it, it definitely was good. <laughs> there just comes a point at the very end, though, where literally if the movie had ended at the three-hour mark, it would have been a good movie. But because of the final 30 minutes or 45 minutes, whatever the last scene is in the movie, it it dropped it to a horrible movie in my <laughs> in my book. It, I I think it's probably I felt like I had wasted four hours of my life watching that movie, honestly. And it was and when I reflect on it, the only thing that gave me that impression was just the last 30 to 45 minutes of the movie. It was just so not needed. And I think it was only put in um, because there was only so much it could do with the original footage that they had. And, and I think they were just kind of, I don't know. I honestly couldn't even, I can't even justify it. I don't even know why they added it. It has no relevance to the movie. It's so dumb. But if you're a superhero fan, You'll definitely enjoy it. It's uh, especially if you're a DC superhero fan. It's a good movie. I I don't know where I would put it in the rankings of DC movies. That would be so hard for me to even rank them. I'm not really a big fan of any of the movies per se, but I would say it's probably probably like top three, I guess, in this universe. Like the Christopher Nolan Batman movies are for sure way better. The original Michael Keaton Batman movies way better. Um, the first two Christopher Reeve movies with him being Superman better. Um, and I actually enjoyed the Green Lantern, but I'm gonna get a lot of garbage for that. Actually, funny enough, Ryan Reynolds recently came out and said that he is gonna actually watch the movie uh, for the first time. Uh, I don't know what he thought of it, but he's clearly not a big fan of himself being the green lantern but anyways moving on from that to day two of the covid vaccine how i feel or how how have i felt all day today honestly um worse (laughs) not gonna lie not gonna sugarcoat it so i woke up this morning with a minor headache um took tylenol and then my arm was definitely a lot sore It, it definitely like um if i bump if i if I were to bump into my arm, it would hurt tremendously, but um, definitely very sore in the site where I got the shot. And then just an ongoing headache throughout the entire day today. Uh, not really bad, but it just has its moments sometimes where 
like it's noticeable and you're like, darn it. Like, I, I wish I didn't have this headache. And, you know, I've been not blah, like how some people described it, but I definitely like lower energy. Like I definitely, um, I took a na- like a couple naps today. And so been staying hydrated, been taking Tylenol every six hours. And, and that's definitely been helping. But I mean, you know, it, it's definitely worth it though. If anyone is is going to utilize like this as an excuse for not getting the vaccine, I would not utilize it for that. Like um, all of this stuff. And I already feel better now, like earlier today, I probably wouldn't have been able to do the podcast, but I feel better. I still have the headache. Um, my energy is kind of still kind of low, but it's not, not as bad as it, not as bad as it was yesterday or yesterday, earlier today. Sorry. Um, and then tomorrow I'm assuming I'm probably still going to have the sore arm. It's probably not going to be as bad. And then I think the headaches probably going to disappear tomorrow. I'm hopeful for that. I mean, we'll see for sure, but, uh, it's still exciting. Honestly, knowing that in three more weeks, I'm going to be completely fine. And I was actually watching a, a interesting video today on the vaccines and like their efficacy rates and everything in that nature. And, I have to pay more respect to Johnson and Johnson's vaccine. Actually, I wish I had seen this video that kind of went over like how you shouldn't put too much forethought into the efficacy rates of these vaccines, because when these vaccines were tested and trialed um, on people, they were trialed at different periods of time. And actually when Moderna was trialed, it was kind of like at the very beginning of the pandemic. So there wasn't that many, there wasn't that much exposure so that probably helped out with their efficacy rate as well. The um, Pfizer vaccine was kind of uh, trialed at the influx of higher, like at the start of the winter period, um, like end of summer, winter period, time period. And then Johnson & Johnson, actually, when they were trialing their vaccine was during the worst period. It was like all throughout the winter. And it was also in regions where the pandemic was hit the hardest, like in, in Africa and South America. And so when you see their efficacy rates a lot lower on a single dose compared to like the other vaccines, it's actually because of the fact that they, they were trialing it at like the hardest period. And still, even during all of that stuff, their efficacy rate is still like in the high 60s, which is pretty amazing for a single dose vaccine. Um, that wouldn't be the narrative now. And honestly, like the video was saying, and I, I knew this kind of, but I also, I, I didn't put too much emphasis in it as well, but this is very important. All the vaccines nearly cover you, um, not nearly, actually, if you get a vaccine and uh, you you get the right dosage for whatever vaccine you're, you're administering to yourself, um, your odds of catching COVID varies depending on the efficacy rate, but the odds of you being hospitalized or dying from COVID once you've become vaccinated are near 0%. And so that is the true purpose of this, this vaccine is to kind of, at its core, try to protect you from catching it in the first place. But it's more important, relevant job is more to minimize your chances of ever having to be hospitalized or getting any kind of major illness when you catch COVID. And instead, kind of almost have just cold-like symptoms and that's it. And leave it at that. 
if it can do that, which it has been capable of doing, then it's doing its job. It's essentially making it so that people are needing to go to the hospital and not overburdening the hospital system. And so that's exciting. And so if I were to get COVID, I know now that I have a, a, a good chance, a very, very good chance of not having to be afraid of, of something bad really happening to me. And that's a really great feeling. But yeah, I, like I, I wanted to keep you guys posted on that. Also, like I said, you know, I forgot to tell you guys what my thoughts were on the Snyder Cut, but you know, I'll definitely keep you guys posted on tomorrow. Everything about, you know, what the third day will be like, but I'll have like more of a different subjected podcast. I just honestly, I've been so out of it today. Like I, I could not think of anything else to talk about. So this one's definitely going to be a little bit shorter than than the rest of them. But as always. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's podcast. Go out and get your vaccine. I promise you it's going to be totally worth it. And uh, I will catch you guys manana. Peace.